sorry. Sorry. Go sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. COVID, dude, think about the serial killers out there. They probably just didn't yeah. have enough killings, what? you know? Because well, think cause... of the serial killers. I would never. Yeah. yeah, they've just been biding their time, <laughs> thinking up crazy new ways to kill people. They're itching to get out there and just murder somebody. Absolutely, you got to be pretty social to be a serial killer, man. You got to meet people. You got to, yeah. <laughs> That's the exact opposite. <laughs> I think most serial killers are like definitely not social. <laughs> No, but they gotta find who their target is. They gotta find people, yeah. Yeah, they have to go out, but they're not like social beings. They're not like going out to parties and dancing. Dude, there's some there's some social serial killers. I'm I'm sure of it. There has to be how else do you like no one's gonna like be around you if you're too antisocial. You gotta like I think the ones who the the ones who get caught. Yeah. Around like the corner of like a bus station and wait for somebody to to be off by themselves, and then they go kill them in the woods. Those are the ones that get caught, though, Swan. Think about the ones who don't get caught. Those ones, yeah. There's actually a really good show about about it called, like, uh, I think it's like Mind Hunters or something. I've seen that. Actually, I've never watched Netflix, it, but I have seen it, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's all based on actual events, like, in terms of how the FBI, like, set up their serial killer hunt program. Uh, yeah, it's wild, dude. It's I saw give, one give pop it a, up on Netflix. Um, saw it, I saw it for the first time yesterday. It was about the um, the mafia wave in New York in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, and I was tempted to watch that. Some good stuff on there. Bahamas was up to like four hundred and fifty cases today. Well, not active though. Uh, about that a, can't be active. No, it's about three hundred active. Yeah. Holy shit. So they're in the thick of it. Yeah, they're in shit. They're in shits, man. So they, when they started, so they started allowing people to fly back in like July first, and they were at a steady like 120 cases. And then they allowed Americans to go in as long as they had like a COVID test within a certain number of days or whatever. They didn't, but they didn't make the requirement to get tested when you landed. Which is probably a mistake. But anyway, yeah. so like maybe a week or two into that, we started seeing a couple more cases and then it just shot up like crazy. So it's been, yeah, they cut off a whole island. So Grand Bahamas under quarantine. And I think that was, that's been one week tomorrow. So Wednesday will be the first one. And then they had a lockdown for the whole country on the weekend. And then there's a rumor going around that they're going to just do a two-week lockdown for the whole country. Damn. I was reading on the BBC that they have a, a drug that doesn't prevent you catching the virus, but it helps with the symptoms. It helps with the, the coughing and the, and the breathing, which is huge, right? Like, so at least if there's something that can be used to treat this stuff. I don't know. It's kind of a double, double-edged sword. At one point, you want, you know, something like a medicine out there, but you don't want people to feel comfortable and lax going out too. So, well, I mean, they keep saying that a mask is not a replacement for social distancing, and then look yeah, what that does. There he is. He's alive. Okay. 
Which apartment is he in this week? Yeah. Yo, uh, are you back in your apartment finally? That's right. About damn time. <laughs> <laughs> you escaped. <laughs> my some of my shit here ready. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Roll, oh, Robbie wow. Jay. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How long have you been growing that for? Oh, dude. All quarantine, baby. Jesus. I was like, who the fuck is that when I walked in? <laughs> the first episode we did, the first episode we did, we I recorded a video, and there's like a picture of Abby that's like clean shaven. Everything. Yeah. His hair, his As face. As he ever. usually always is. Yeah. Look at the little, look no, at the little they won't have, they won't have the in there too, eh, Avi? I got it they all in the, the comparison. Too. Yeah, man. Not a good scene. It's what it is. <laughs> at least we got it. At least we got it. Well, that's everyone, isn't it? Other than Chan? Other than Chan. With the uh, possibility of a lockdown, I think he's working a little bit extra. Ah, uh, got it. Got it. All right. Well, Jerry, come on. Turn your mic on. Yeah, Jared, you might as well join in, man. At least for however long you can. Turn your mic on. I Let's thought my up. mic was on all this time. Oh, no, bear, that baritone. That baritone. I was talking all this time. Up. My mic was on <laughs> all the time. Yourself. <laughs> I was talking to myself. <laughs> I was still at the office. So. Jared, he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I, I was. I was confused because I wasn't sure if you were answering my questions or if you were. Ignoring me, I was. Uh, I don't know. Don't worry, Jerry. Problem solvers here. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Abby, you look lot. like you're like fifty. <laughs> Rob inside his trailer park. No. Oh. <laughs> I had to open. I had to open up the curtains to let all the kids get some fresh air. Fucking <laughs> oh, Ricky and. All the Leahy fuckers can come through there. So. Oh, yeah. They just, right in. They, just, they just come right in through the door over here. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, it's good to be wow. back. I see some yeah, new we faces. Missing... Right. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back. We've brought Rob, Rob back as well. So we've got... Uh... No, or there was, Abby's there back. was just too much back. to talk about. We had, uh, we had to jump back on. <laughs> <laughs> had to had to bring him back one time. Um, yeah, no. How's everybody's week been? Been good, yeah. man. It's been good. A lot, lots oh, been going on. Um, I was just, just telling you guys. I was telling Swan here about that Tyson fight coming up, man. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, uh, like Tyson, John Jones. Yeah, Nothing like Jones. two sixty-year-olds jumping in the ring <laughs> at each other. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to sign up for. It's I mean just desperate dude, actually, for money though, at the end of it. The thing is, you're right. It's such a money grab, but it's gonna be hey, so whatever. entertaining. That's it's the thing. So I would say a six-year-old Tyson will whoop all our asses today. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's not, that was not the question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not the ones that are jumping into the ring with him. It's no, somebody no. Else's and you know what? Get get your money. Why not? Yeah, he hey, have too many years left. I'm sure he's blowing it all, but he keeps popping up. He has like ten from hangover. It'll be um, yeah. honestly, I think it'll be really entertaining. I mean, it's Mike Tyson's one of the biggest characters boxing's ever seen. So, I mean, the build-up to the fight alone will be worth the price of admission. I mean, just watching yeah. what happens in the weeks leading up to the fight. Did you uh, you see who's on the undercard for that fight? Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. Oh, I did see that. No. 
Nate Robinson versus five foot ten basketball player Nate Robinson. Yeah. But shoes. What? Versus Jake Paul, the YouTuber. Yeah. Versus YouTuber. Why? Because the YouTuber wants to get more popular and Nate wants to whoop his ass, I guess. <laughs> I think see. he had a fight before. Didn't his brother, like Logan Paul, do a fight before? Yeah, Logan Paul fought that KSI guy, right? right. Once or twice? Like a rematch? Yeah. If they were a little bit entertaining, because they had professional boxers on right before, and their fight was more entertaining than the professional boxers right before them. I'm like, I don't know nowadays. But I mean, to be fair, at least Logan had some experience. It'll be entertaining to watch. How do you go from being a YouTuber to being a boxer? Well, I like getting people to pay for your boxing fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that he's labeling himself a boxer now. I mean, technically, any of us could jump in a ring and call ourselves a boxer. Doesn't mean we're not going to get our ass kicked. He refers to himself as a top-tier athlete. I, I don't know if that qualifies you to jump in the ring, but again, I haven't seen Nate Robinson, but I'd probably be throwing money on him. Hey, Rob, I mean, uh, we can bet uh, on that too. Nate Robinson was mid two thousands New York Knicks. Like that was that was the guy. Man, who was five, he? Five, I'm tired of seeing him in that five, dunk competition. Six. I did get tired of seeing him in the dunk contest. Yeah, right? that was just that was stupid. They weren't even that good. Got annoying. But he kept beating. He, yeah, good for him, but it is yeah. what it is. I didn't think he brought much to the table, but the dunk competition as a whole. Hey, <laughs> the last the out. last couple of years have actually been amazing. I honestly think last year, dunk contest last year with um, Aaron Gordon facing off against Levine, I think it was. Yeah. That was one of the best dunk contests I've seen probably in my lifetime. And Dwayne Wade, he was the one that oh, blew it. Stop! Wasn't it? Just stop! I don't even. <laughs> Fuck Dan Wade, Dan Wade, just man. robbing your boy, wasn't it? Stop. Just stop. Aaron Gordon deserves – he should have – Yeah, he did. He, he did. I think everybody came out and admitted now. that. He's been screwed out of two now. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He that has brought true. a lot to the table. It has been impressive. He's done some dunks yeah. that I genuinely never thought I'd see. Like some of the dunks he's done were genuinely innovative and, and new that we hadn't seen before. At least yeah. not in the dunk contest. Maybe people have seen him on the street and stuff like that, but never in a contest. He should have won at least one of the two. Like the one over the mascot underneath his leg. Yes. That's that was one, one, of the, one of the dirtiest dunks I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, hands down. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. It makes for good banter when everyone agrees on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think that just speaks to how terrible the competitions have been. Um, yeah. That it's nice to see a some fresh air coming and the poor guy hasn't even taken one home and he's, he's not to take anything away from the other guys, but I mean, I, I kind of thought all the dunks were done. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It did get to the point where you thought, well, we're just going to start seeing more and more props and yeah, that's what, that's what it became. Put on the biggest show and the cars and all that. Right. It got to that point where you were just like, man, it's going to be another year of guys just putting on costumes and putting on a show, but it's, it's been nice over the last year or two to see some guys actually come out with some new dunks. That's uh, I think it saved it a little bit. It almost seems like the heyday of sports was like in the seventies and eighties, right? And it's all sort of been going downhill. You got these two fifty-year-olds fighting. You got the dunk competition <laughs> just going, like it's well, yeah, it, it's just going downhill, right? I have, like but I, I have a feeling that what's happened with sports isn't so much that the quality's gone downhill. I just think there's a lot more quality all around, so mm-hmm. that. It doesn't. Or so there's, there's not as many. many yeah. There's not as many people that stick out above the rest because everyone's a lot better. So there's 
to me, that's what it feels like. I, I, I hear a lot of people talk about Premier League and say the Premier League's one of the weak. It's one of the weakest Premier Leagues you've ever seen. And I actually think it's probably one of the strongest. The reason it seems so weak is because the lesser teams are so much better than they used to be that the, that the top teams don't look as good as they would have looked. If you put some of these top teams in the Premier League 20 years ago, they actually probably look a lot better than they do now. It's because they're playing much better opposition. So yeah. I feel like it's the parity is just a lot better. I wonder if there's something to do with also uh, like a Netflix craze. Because I'm wondering if they're, you know, people watch The Last Dance, now they're going to get into basketball. Or, you know, there's the Formula One where, what is it called? The um, uh, Drive to Survive. There's been like two seasons of Drive to Survive. Now people are all, well, my, I will say my social group, my friend group are all into Formula One racing now. Is that just a like Netflix craze that's going to last for one season? People will be like, ah, I'm not really into Formula One anymore. I don't know. I'm curious. I think it, I think COVID right now, you're seeing a huge um, kind of movement towards sports just because now it's come back and people have something to do. So I think mm -hmm. that's probably going to help more uh, than anything else. I think some of the ratings for these exhibition games have been outrageous and just speaks to, you know, people have been deprived for so long. Um, but I think, back to Abby's point where you're saying uh, people like 60 year olds jumping in the ring. I think certain sports have kind of gone by the wayside, which speaks to um, access, I think, to everything. Back in the day, growing up, we'd have like the Buffalo Bills playing on standard cable here and you get the Leafs and that was it. Where now you have access to everything. And I think the slower sports and the ones where people have a little more information on are kind of gone. So like boxing, nobody, people are starting to see the long-term effects on that. Like even football, a lot of parents aren't yeah. putting their kids in on that front either. Um, and baseball, right. they, uh, they want to put in a clock and historically it was called baseball's pastime because when it came out, they worked in factories where everything was regulated by a clock. So what they loved about baseball was the fact there wasn't one, but I think now they're trying to speed up the game and it kind of speaks to the access that people have and the attention span, because you have access to everything. You don't, you don't just get the Buffalo bills on Sunday night. Like <laughs> yeah, no, you can watch whatever you want. <clears throat> And on demand, whenever you want. And, yeah, and whenever you want. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big thing as well. That was, yeah. That's a very good point, yeah. I, I remember totally waking up, going, like, waiting for TSN just to see the scores or whatever, but you can just pull it up on your phone whenever you want now. <laughs> you want to know the weirdest thing is when I was – so I worked in a bar for a number of years, a sports bar in Bermuda as a bartender, and we would still get um, – this is, like, three, four years ago. We would still get people calling the bar asking us what the score is. And I, used to get, I used to get so angry on the phone because I'd be like, yo, why are you calling me to ask what this score is? Just look at the look at your fucking phone. Like, Dude, that's old you, school, man. Similar <laughs> times, yeah. Yo, some people are still in those times. Like, they used to call That sounds bar, like bookie man. days, like calling in, what's the score? Like, yeah. let me throw 20 down on the, on the third period or like the ninth inning. <laughs> it's weird because growing up on an island, I'm sure, Mikey, you probably feel this as well, is a lot of a lot of Islanders who follow sports tend to follow big teams, like big teams are their teams because growing up, especially when, when I was younger, those were the only teams that were ever on TV. That's a really good point. You only ever saw. That's why there's a lot of Islanders that are, uh, you know, Knicks fans, Lakers yeah, fans. Yeah, Lakers fans. Bad experience. Those the only teams they ever saw Chicago Bulls fans. Bulls fans at Varage, yeah, for sure. Those are the only teams they saw growing up. I mean, part of the reason that I'm a Magic fan is because when I was five or six, that was when Shaq and Penny were – 
were a thing. So oh, I saw yeah. a lot of highlights of the Magic when I was five or six. So I became a Magic fan. And I think a lot of Islanders are sort of fans of teams they were just able to watch. That's why for Premier League, you get a lot of, you know, the older generation tend to be a lot of Liverpool fans because in the 70s and 80s, Liverpool was king. And then my generation, there's a ton of Manchester United fans because United were king when we were, when we were kids. So that's, that's sort of what you see on, on, in the islands. And, and it sounds like just about everywhere else as well. And you guys, maybe in Toronto, there's a lot of Buffalo Bills fans in the NFL. Yeah, know. there usually are. There usually yeah. are. But um, I, I think – and I figured as much with all – like a lot of the people from Bahamas, Knowles of cheering for Tampa Bay, right? My, yeah. My, yeah, he was like – that. Yeah, yeah. or Miami Dolphins. But you're supposed to. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. And I was trying to think of why. I mean, I wouldn't. Bahamians, I say, would watch obviously a lot of NFL, NBA, but Premier Mm -hmm. League wasn't that big. And I think that might have been to do with the time difference, you know, getting it on TV. But yeah, Miami Dolphins were the big, big team when I was growing up, especially. That's a shame. I feel bad for them. What? That's that's, uh... (laughs) a. Whoever was forced into following the Dolphins, I feel really bad for them. <laughs> still to this day, still to this day, my dad, uh, my dad was an operations manager, and he would give out tickets to like Dolphins games. Um, in Bahamas, or, yeah, as like a perk. Wow. Uh, so they would do if uh, whoever sold the most whatever for this quarter, he would give them Dolphins tickets, kind of thing. That was like the incentive. So yeah, I remember. I still think the most extravagant purchase I've ever made is the fact that I I am a Manchester United season ticket holder. And I live nowhere near Manchester. In fact, I live a four wow. hours away from Manchester. <laughs> how do you how do you manage that? Don't you have to be on like a waiting list to get into one of those things? Yeah, they. I think they did away with the waiting list maybe five or six years ago, and now it's it's almost like a, they just like a lottery, like they draw your name out of a hat. So you put your you put yourself on this list, and you pay a deposit to say that look, I've got the money to pay for the ticket if my name gets pulled. And if your name gets pulled, they give you a call and they're like, tickets available. Do you want it? And it was like, it was like a split second thing. Like they just <laughs> called me and they were like, do you want a season ticket? One's available. And I'll, on the phone, I was just like, uh, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, I do. So there, there was, and I had a, I had a United season ticket. And so I have it. <laughs> that must have been a pretty penny. Yeah, they're actually not too bad, you know. They're okay. pretty, uh, pretty um, pounds. Mine, um, mine's about seven hundred pounds a season. Uh, oh, works out bad. to about works out to about a thousand bucks, which oh, that's realistically isn't bad at all for for thirty odd games. It's really not too bad. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, and I can resell it if I want to. I can obviously exactly. like when I whenever I go up, I've got it. They do ask you when you buy it, like they say, like we expect you to be at every game. Are you going to be at every game? <laughs> and I'm sitting here in Bermuda, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> They called your Bermudian phone, or did you have a long distance? No, but that's why they. That's why they. I think they knew to ask that question because the 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 area code was different. So they were just like, "Now you do know that we expect you to be in every game." And I, I, I think I might have lied. I might have been like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm going to school up there. I'll be there all the time." <laughs> the guy who was sitting next to you must have loved having that empty seat. That- <laughs> Okay, like best experience ever. <laughs> I did. No, I sold it. I sold it a number of times. You can also okay. donate it. I can donate it to the Manchester United Foundation, so like an underprivileged kid can go watch a game, sort of thing. Oh, nice. So if I'm not able to sell it, usually I'll donate it. Yeah, so I, so the seats filled at least. I think to get a season box 
at for the Leafs is thirty two grand, thirty five grand for the season. For a box. That's yeah. why your seven hundred pounds sounded crazy. Like yeah. I was like, oh, that's nothing. Like, <laughs> yes. I was I was shocked at the price because I remember going to like Raptors games or Magic games when I lived in Orlando. And paying like two hundred bucks for tickets. I thought you were going to say like twenty thousand pounds. That's what I was expecting you to say. God no. Yeah. I know somebody. Those guys sell out no matter how they do. I was going to say the same with like the Canadians, the Montreal Canadiens team. I think I know somebody that inherited his (laughs) season tickets from his dad. So they also they gave the preferential treatment to the guys who've had it the years before, and he just keeps getting the same seats every year. Over yeah, and over again. yeah, yeah. This, yeah. It's like a hundred year wait list or something like that. But yeah. I think they'll pass it down to your kids, like if your name's on it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how he got his dad's uh, season tickets. That was pretty nice. Crazy, yeah. No, it is for real. Well, who knows the next time we're going to a hockey game? Speaking of Miami, did you guys see the Marlins? Whole oh, bunch of done. whole bunch of intelligence going on there. I think how 19. many? Yeah, how many? How many positive cases did I they? I think end nineteen up or seventeen. It's probably wow. Now, and these so they, their season balls. is temporarily suspended. They'll probably be gone. I think in the MLS they kicked out Nashville and Dallas initially, and so I'm what, assuming the Marlins out of the MLB. Back. What's that? It'll be out of the MLB. More than likely this season. You got to think like no, um, this, it's only okay. sixty games. But Jesus Christ! And then like you, uh, you got to assume they're not just going to be done in fourteen days. So probably because you're going to, I think you have to do two negative tests and then they'll bring you in. So that messes up all the schedules for all the teams. So essentially, they it, they probably better just to cut them for the season and redo the schedule and go from there. Leo, sports Blue Jays are playing in, in Buffalo. <laughs> sports coming back in the States was just a mess. I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot of them were deciding to come back in Florida, too. And you're just like, what? Like the, the worst <laughs> spot in the world to go to. The hottest COVID the spot. The epicenter. It's, it's crazy. Stupid, it's just, it's. What's they said the Miami the Marlins had more COVID cases today than I think it was Norway and Finland put together. <laughs> <laughs> but like that speaks to the u.s right because these guys does. probably just went about their lives doing yeah. whatever they wanted to do and here they, they are and, uh, was, now the uh, teams that played them are getting quarantined for they said if it was a top long. 10 country they uh if it was a country itself it would be in the top 10 in terms of covid cases in one day <laughs> if the miami marlins just florida country, just florida no just florida 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 florida, florida, florida sorry <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, damn, that's a hell of a stat. No. I think we would have been no, doing Florida. pretty well if 19's the highest. <laughs> yeah, that's some good stat tracking right there. <laughs> yeah, we were going to bring uh, bring Chekit Chan, which we talked about last Check week. Chekit Chan, um, man. But he's not here. So. If, yeah. if, he's, if he's making the money before the shutdown, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. He'll, he'll probably check it in. But uh, we so, got to so give a uh, – go ahead, Avi. Well, I was just going to say, what's going on with the NBA then? Like, we talked about uh, the MLB. I, I, last I heard last week was Westbrook got caught with Lou uh, Williams. Lou Williams. Williams. He, takes, he takes clown or goofy. his wings. He's, he got caught at a gentleman's club while out um, oh, on a personal trip. So they had to. Like Atlanta, to, too, wasn't it? It wasn't Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the story behind Atlanta, though, is that <laughs> the wings, if you ask anyone in Atlanta where are the best wings, they will say inner city at the gentlemen's clubs. Apparently, and like you, you can get them to go and stuff. Now, Lou Williams is an idiot. Um, especially, apparently, he was wearing the mask that they gave out at the bubble. 
Um, so they, so when the guy tried to say it was a picture, it wasn't, yeah, early. it was from months ago, obviously wasn't. Yeah. So essentially though, legitimately the best wings in Atlanta are probably at the gentleman's club. That's what Yo, that, that really well, no, is the best marketing ever. I oh, mean, they just yeah, got the, just they just got just free, free PR. Marketing. Yeah. Everyone's totally. been saying their name, magic something. And well, uh, he has and a wing named after himself in that strip club. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Lou has something named after himself? The wing. A wing is named after Yeah, he's got a dish That's there. why he's prevalent in that yeah. club. The there. Lou Will wing. More details. <laughs> yeah. The Lou Williams wing. That sounds like a wing in a hospital. The Lou Williams <laughs> wing. Donated. <laughs> I can't believe they let him back in. Yeah. I can. Yeah. It's the they did it. They, they still had to do 10. They still have to do a 10 day. He's going to miss the game. Miss first few games. Yeah. I think it's like a 10 day um, check. He has to go through and testing. But, but he, he could, he could fuck up the entire bubble. Well, that's the, that's the issue, right? And there's other NBA players that were caught trying to bring Instagram models and stuff to the bubble. So you just think <laughs> like in the first, in the first month, um, it, they're going to last, but like a month, a month and a half in, you got to imagine these guys. So we've, get. we've had this discussion a long time ago when the pod first started, but I want to bring it up again. And I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to narrow it down. What are you willing to sac? What, what would be worth sacrificing at all? Are, are the strip club wings worth you sacrificing at all? Like what? So what food? Let's go for food. Let's start with food. We can move to Instagram models later. But starting with food, <laughs> what would it take for you to be like, I'm going to get that food. I don't care if I get COVID. Yeah, dude. Probably like a chicken shawarma fry. Like the chicken shawarma fries. <laughs> with, uh, that, yeah. Because I mean like easy Blow on the bar. There's got to be low on the bar. There's got to be a spectrum, I guess. Oh, I thought we had to come up with something. Party would, we have to do it. A Magic Johnson VIP back back place party with wings and everything included and all that magic yeah. party right there don't tell me you guys like don't want to try club wings. Can you just get him to do anything so i want to try these strip club wings now <laughs> i almost was about to order wings on uber eats a second ago and you guys are kept well, talking about <laughs> you can't are get you them in ottawa one. mikey i'm in ottawa yeah. oh, okay i was almost in newcastle this weekend i was gonna message you but i didn't go there you go <laughs> It will be in place, man. Right it's forward. the growing metropolis of Newcastle. I think we're up to about ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. So step back a bit. What is his consequence for going to get wings and getting oh, caught? Not a big fine. eleven game, eleven day quarantine. The fine is the biggest thing. It's like a hundred twenty-five thousand dollar fine or more. That's yeah. So that, he doesn't. Those guys, though. And I'm assuming but game I, loss money too. I'm money? assuming. Who do you think lost money? No, like for games that he's not playing, oh, that he's right, suspended, yeah. he I'm assuming he salary. lost that on top of the fine. Right, his salary. That rapper him. cost him a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the young rapper. Too, okay, like, okay. <laughs> Lou Williams cost himself a lot of money, but not for <laughs> that rapper. He might have been okay. Yeah, that's true. That is true. He can be mad all he wants. He shouldn't have went to the strip joint. But again, good win. All right, all right. So Rob, Rob, chicken shawarma is Rob's choice. Fries, Avi, Avi, what, what would it take for you? What food would it take for you to risk it all? That's I don't know. Right. If, I don't know if food would. I don't know if food would do that. <laughs> but um, 
I was just saying back in my younger days, my single days, I think I said this in the last time on the podcast, you would have to be with like a 9.9 in terms of a lady <laughs> in, in order for me. That would have yeah. to be a 9.9. You better go with a 10 if you want the 10 day quarantine. Well, no, <laughs> to, to risk, risk your life though. Like, oh, like, like you could be intubated and it could be the last thing you did on this earth. Like it would Not have just to your be life, be, but everyone else around you too. Well, I That's mean, true. if you didn't have any family and you weren't jeopardizing anyone, you could probably bring a six home and be like, whatever, I'll just. But <laughs> <laughs> essentially, you're immune to it. So you Is that like, what you rate a shawarma? So a shawarma is your six. On the food scale of shawarma's Robinson. <laughs> it was, yeah, right up there with shawarma <laughs> on six. Like. <laughs> Rob's epic night is a six and a shawarma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we used to call that a standard Saturday at Western. <laughs> All right, Fawcett, you're next. What would it take? Um, Let's stick with food. Let's stick with food. What would it take? What would, what would be your food that you would say, you know what? I might risk it. I'd have to be some, like, crazy-ass Asian food. Specialty like cashew nut chicken, <laughs> like a bat, like a bat soup, like a bat soup, exactly. which is what we soup with bat, yeah, the bat oh soup that started it all. That's that's what it would take for faucet. Yeah, give me some cashew nut chicken <laughs> oxtail or some bone marrow bullshit or something fancy I never had. <laughs> you're gonna treat it like your last meal. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, treat it like your last meal in prison. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. shit! Now I got two answers. Uh, well, maybe actually, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. So let's go back. Get like a nice brisket. So <laughs> is that going to be your last meal if you were in prison, Robert? Is it brisket? Uh, no, I'd probably go pizza. Got to do it. <laughs> I love pizza. it. I love this. I love this. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I want a pizza. Yeah, yeah. This. It's got to. It's got to get done. Like, I mean, when in doubt, pizza usually never fails. But from where? From where? That's what I mean. Usually never fails. I mean, if we want to talk Little Caesars here, that's not something I want. Don't you get, like, for your last meal, if you were on death row, don't you get to, like, a definitive choice? Don't you get to say, oh, I want want pizza from XYZ? I don't know if they got rid of that, but I don't know. Well, there's not too many death rows anymore in the U.S. That's true, yeah. That's true. But, uh, yeah, no, I think they legit get whatever you want, dessert and all. Should I look up famous death row meals? Oh, there's a ton of them. There are. I have heard some crazy ones. I forget them yeah. now, so it'd be cool to hear them. But right, I'll look like up. a whole big catered thing one time. What kind of prison lets them do that? Usually, it's like a burger, fries, ice cream, yeah. milkshake, and like a can of Coke. Right? This is U.S. we're talking here, back yeah. in like the '90s. <laughs> because just I don't know. I think Texas is the only one left. I don't know, actually. I'm sure there's more. I don't know if California had one or not, LA, but. And it may just depend on the crime. Um, so for me, I think, man, I've been craving lobster, like spiny lobster, oh. Caribbean lobster. I've been craving that so badly. Do you get much season, lobster up in Ottawa or call? no? I mean, we get like the freshwater lobster, which just isn't the same no. for like the seafood or the saltwater seafood option. And crawfish season Bahamas starts next weekend. And I was like, oh, I want to go to Bahamas for fishing, but no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Getting a lot of fresh fish in Bermuda right now. Yeah, I would be loving that. We're getting plenty right now. Swan, how about you, man? What about you? Are we talking, what would I risk for COVID or what would be my death, what would be my death row meal? 
Give me both. E- either yeah, or. Yeah, throw them both out there. Give what us would some I bandage. risk? What would I risk for COVID? Um, that's a tough one. Death Row Mule, I've always said, would probably be a steak, but I don't know, man. I've started to eat some Beyond Meat, some of the Impossible Burger meat and stuff like that, and I'm I'm starting to starting to turn. <laughs> Fish and chips are always good. So, oh, there you go. That's a good one right there. Beer battered. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough call. See, I really like food. I'm a foodie, so like, there's tons of stuff that, there's tons of stuff that I'm like, yeah, I'd 100 want that as my last meal. So maybe I'd like, you got to ask for like a buffet of like six different things. <laughs> you can give me I'm some, sure give me some sushi. But they give don't me sushi. Give right. me a steak. Give me like, like, uh, <laughs> give me a couple plates. Do a little ten course meal, and then then I can go. <laughs> oh, Swan, you know you'd be bringing it back to the old days and getting some Wendy's brought in, like the spicy <laughs> chicken or, or a couple baconators. Yo, it's back to the York days. I still, um, because obviously we don't have any fast food in Bermuda. I still, whenever I go anywhere, I gotta get some fast food because we just don't have it here. So mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice every now and then. <laughs> it's a treat for us. Fast food's a treat for Bermudians. You guys had a KFC once, didn't you? We we do have a KFC. That's the only thing we have. Oh, KFC. you still have okay. Or McDonald's yeah. was the one that didn't last long. We had McDonald's when I was a kid because there used to be a U.S. Army base here, and the McDonald's was on the U.S. Army base. And then the, then the law got passed that franchises weren't allowed. And that was when the U.S. Army base closed down. So once, once the U.S. Army base closed down and the law got passed saying that franchises weren't allowed, the McDonald's had to go. So the, KFC, the, KFC. Was, the KFC had been there before the law was passed. Mm-hmm. The, KFC got, the KFC got to stay. Whereas the McDonald's, because it had come in on the U.S. base, it was able to come here while the law, after the law was passed. But then as soon as the U.S. base closed down, it then had to close down as well because it had came in after the law was passed. Why did they pass that law? Um, to protect local business more than anything. It's not a bad idea. It, it doesn't, it's not just food franchises. It's literally franchises for everything. So there's no franchise, there's no outside of Bermuda franchises allowed to set up, set up shop in Bermuda. Oh, which is, which is very nice, but it does mean that we get those, we get that hankering for, for a double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Oh, I, it's weird because in the Philippines, they'll they'll do a local kind of take on your McDonald's, right? They'll serve you fucking spaghetti, rice and yeah. chips, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. So if it could work in Bermuda as long as they signed up some deal where they work with the community. Where Yo, the, everyone. the um, time McDonald's. You said the McDonald's in the Philippines serves you spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah. You look at like India, they don't serve beef. McDonald's yeah. accommodates all the countries you know, they go. Right. Yeah, McDonald's serves different. And they all, have, like, all the fast food burger, literally black bun, and it was like a black burger. Don't ask me why they did it in Japan, but it is it's some Yeah, if you Mike, if you googled like if you googled like best regional <laughs> your fast mind food, will be blown. I knew, like, I knew there was I knew there was regional <laughs> McDonald's, but the spaghetti from McDonald's <laughs> is what's thrown. <laughs> There was a McDonald's in Orlando that used to serve and still did serve like spaghetti and pizza and stuff like that. What? Yeah. Oh, the pizza used to be so good. Had that as a never, never had. I think I don't know. Probably when I was like ten. At McDonald's, you've had it. McDonald's pizza. Oh yeah, phenomenal. I think it took too long to make. That's why they got rid of it. It was amazing. It was was too slow for them to cook, so they got rid of it. So good. Yeah. All right, last meals. Yeah, I'm getting two now, of these. <laughs> this is medium.com, so you got to take this with a grain of salt. 
Sure. So, I mean, there's uh, Ted Bundy. Or should I say the names? I don't even know. You can say the names. Yeah, go for it. Ted Bundy wanted a uh, medium rare steak, large steak with eggs over easy, hash browns, toast, butter, jelly. No, oh, that's geez. not that good. He had that's steak and right. eggs. He had steak and eggs. He had steak and that's, eggs. Okay. That's not that great. Definitely deserves okay. to die. Forget about it. Ronnie Lee. <laughs> Ronnie Lee Gardner wanted surf and turf, so he got a steak with lobster tail, apple pie, vanilla. That's pretty good. That's Smart pretty killer. Good. Smart killer. No. And he asked uh, to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy at the same time. What? Yeah. That's okay. That's definitely not something I would watch. Actually denied. <laughs> I mean, it's a long movie, so you get. Yeah, he's just stretching out his life. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't think they're gonna move the execution for it. <laughs> cut off whenever. Wait, wait. I don't know what happens in the end. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happens. Do you imagine uh, Ronnie not knowing? Oh, Ronnie. that'd be the worst. Well, I don't think he would care how much after that. <laughs> Ronnie Threadgill, he requested baked chicken, mashed potatoes, country gravy, vegetables, sweet peas, bread, tea, water, and punch. So baked chicken, basically. Punch. Are you doing this in order? Or is there like a number one on this list? Well, I, I started at number one. I'm just going down the okay. list. Now. Thanksgiving dinner's underrated. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I also uh, just ate a Reese's. They could be up there for things to break quarantine for. <laughs> Robert Alton Harris, he wanted a 21 bucket of KFC, two large Domino pizzas, ice cream, a bag of jelly beans, a six pack of Pepsi, and a pack oh, of smokes. A six pack. Did you say of a pack of smokes? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Camel cigarettes. Oh, oh yeah, unfiltered, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just cut off the filter and start smoking it. <laughs> no hesitation. Ricky Ray Rector, he asked for uh, a steak with fried chicken, cherry Kool-Aid, and pecan pie. A lot of, it's a lot of like, like junk food, not junk food. Yeah. I Wait a minute. A Have you guys seen that movie Life with Eddie Murphy, I think, in it? Yeah, Eddie Murphy and, and, he, um, he, and Martin Lawrence, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then he risks getting beat and caught more for that apple pie that's on the yeah. side. Yeah, 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 that was actually... A really underrated movie. That is a yeah, I check that underrated out. movie. Really underrated movie. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. It's like in the days of Prohibition, I think it was Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Their characters got caught. Not even they weren't they weren't the ones smuggling alcohol. It was somebody else. But they were like they just wrong stumbled place, wrong the truck time. or something like that. yeah they they just stumbled upon the truck or something like that and they got thrown in jail for life. So it's the the movie basically is them in jail for the whole movie. And then yeah. like the uh, who was it the the head warden or whatever his wife would like cook some pie and put it out to cool and yeah of all the time yeah watch it watch it i don't want to ruin it i'm gonna watch it, it. Gonna watch it. <laughs> this next guy stephen michael woods jr uh his last meal request was two pounds of bacon four, four <laughs> a large four meat pizza four fried chicken breasts Two drinks each of Mountain Dew, Pepsi, root beer, and sweet tea. Two pints oh. of ice cream. Five chicken fried steaks. Two hamburgers of bacon. 
fries and a dozen garlic breadsticks with marinara sauce on the side. He was smart. He See, I've never he heard of these ones being so big, but again, yeah, I, I highly doubt any reputable source cares enough to document this, right? But the ones I've had, they were actually kind of like reasonable meals, not 20 pizzas and 10 chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think you'd cap them and be like, not a chance, you fucking idiot. You're getting two. Like, two. I think started capping. And you get vanilla so ice cream. Yeah. yeah, Timothy McVeigh had two pints of uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I, that's the one that I remember here. I remember hearing one that was really weird like that. Like it wasn't actually a meal. Well, this one, the next one here is Victor Harry. Uh, I don't know how to say that last time. Crap. Anyway, whatever. He asked for a single olive with the pit still in it. And then... Wow. Weird person. This, big, this one, John Wayne Gacy, he asked for... 12 fried shrimp, a bucket of original KFC. God, I want KFC so bad now. French fries and a pound of strawberries. And he was a serial killer. So a pound of strawberries. A pound of strawberries. The picture they have is just a whole bunch of fries with the chicken on top, the shrimp around the rim, and then just strawberries poured on top of that. How are, you, how are, they, how are they coming up with these denominations? Like, how do you decide... You know what? Four pieces of chicken is what I want. Not five, four. Probably four, something to do with the victims. the perfect number. I'd I'd give him $30 worth of food and mm. cap it at that. You know what I find yeah. funny? You know what I find funny, yeah. Abby, is, is pre-show, we were talking about serial killers, and somehow yeah. we found our way. Somehow. We Lots of jokes about out. capping it at 30 bucks. You'd probably get like 80 burgers from McDonald's in the States for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so Abby, what were you asking about serial killers? Oh, I was just saying that for COVID, right? Like to be a serial killer, you got to be somewhat of a social being in order to like lure these victims in. You're not going to get that during the COVID shutdown. So I wonder after all this, if there's going to be like a giant wave of serial killers just going nuts. See, now I disagreed with Abby because I thought that serial killers, well, I, sorry, I agree in the sense that there might be some big wave of crime when all this kind of clears up because I, I disagree in the sense that I don't think serial killers are very social people. I think they actually tend to be quite to themselves and um, they've just had now months just to sit to themselves and, you know, they're obviously messed up in the head. So they've had a couple months to sit in their thoughts have just been stewing and yeah, I mean, it'd be really weird. Um, But so yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to ask, do you think, or do you think they're reevaluating their life just sitting inside doing coke? Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. When you're messed up in the head like that, it's, it's, yeah. it's that's you're not something. You're going to be looking at a case by case basis. I'm sure it all comes down to some people probably became more nuts being isolated from people. <laughs> others, others, maybe it helped maybe getting away from the stupidity that is the yeah, common folk true. of society. So I, I think, to Swan's point, I think it's the ones who got caught are the ones that are like the weirdos. I, I think there are a Hold shit on, time out, time out, time yeah. out. So <laughs> the saying, ones that are still so strutting around, they're all, they're all They're out there, man. They're out there. They got no problems. They're out there. They're in coffee shops. They're catting up a storm. They're fine, yeah, yeah. because they're not getting caught. So yeah. therefore, okay. there's nothing wrong with them. Otherwise, we'd get them. What, like we got the best exactly. police force going? Okay, finish what you were going to say, Abby. No, yeah, just exactly that. Like, just um, <laughs> Exactly that. 
yeah it's it's the it's a weird time i wonder i almost wish it's kind of like you know how in hockey they have the penalty box where you, you go in you're all amped up you go in and you just sort of just chill out hopefully yeah, the penalty box is prison <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully this is before they kill anybody so okay. I, I i don't know man just be careful out there gentlemen well it's, speaking uh, on that that's so freaking true have any of you guys seen that um i'll be gone in the dark it's a uh, documentary series on the uh golden state killer i guess oh and that has been popular uh really popular because i think it was Peyton oswalt you know that uh comedian yeah yeah his wife, his wife did this documentary and she was like this huge person who helped the cops like sort of try and bust the uh golden state killer that's the guy who raped like a hundred women and killed like 13 people and this guy just got arrested about a month or two ago because the cops who were finding him used like an ancestry uh, DNA test. So now there's this new thing where you can track oh, the relatives of the yeah. killer and narrow it down and keep narrowing down. They fucking found him working in a grocery store at like 76 or something now. Oh my God. And then that's how they busted him through that, that DNA test. And now like he admitted full guilt, but like he got, a, he got no death penalty because he admitted that, uh, like he came clean about it, right? So they gave him no death penalty, and I think that was in LA or something. But uh, crazy. wait, so Ancestry.com is the reason they caught him? It's because so the, the, was... well, I've never well, wanted like... to do it. I knew they would get it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If your family's done it, they can. They First can thing I ever said. Track you down a little bit more, but it, it's crazy. And the cops aren't supposed to do that. It's like supposed to be unethical. But when you're busting people like this then they don't really give a shit after. I guess like, it's they uh, made a private account doing this. This wasn't uh, like approved by the law enforcement department. I guess it's a good time to, to bring up our longtime sponsor of ancestry.com. Um, <laughs> and KFC. I think they sponsored, they sponsored the first show. I think they sponsored the first show with Ola and his cousin. And, uh, ancestry.com. They, they wanted to sponsor this episode too. And, and uh, it's just gone south for them again. So ancestry.com hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, my mom. They were late. They were late on my aunt's Christmas present, so Linda called them and just gave them a piece of her mind. Um, so she, so she still has the kit from Christmas. I don't know if she's going to return it or use it. Just out of principle, it might just sit there. Did you give her the kit for Christmas? No, she was supposed to give it to my aunt, and then it never uh, came, even though it was guaranteed. So she called and. Um, yeah, what? Told, them, told them where to put that guarantee. Actually <laughs> <laughs> got it. So it's just been sit, sitting here. I don't know what the plan is with it. We've had it for coming up on seven, eight months now. We My mom got it for us. Not Ancestry.com. There was, there was a different one called like My DNA or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Um, me, my DNA or something. Yeah, my mom got us, got us those for Christmas like three or four years ago. And when she obviously they don't do it in Bermuda, so we have to ship them back overseas, like courier them back to the company for them to do the analysis. And they lost, I think it was oh my, God. my brothers. Mm. Like they just lost it. They kept they kept being like, Oh, we never received it. And we're like, Well, we sent what? them all together. They were in the same courier. Oh, so now now we're bringing up someone's gonna be dragging him away. <laughs> Maybe we should bring him on and ask him what his death row meal would be. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to need it. You better yeah. record that one. 
<laughs> oh, you're covering your bases here, putting it on the podcast. Yeah, okay, I see. What yeah, you're yeah, saying. yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's question I mean, So there's this UFC fighter. He's uh, named Mike Perry. He did one of these tests, okay, and uh, he found out he was two percent black, basically like traced back to Africa and everything. So now he uses the N word because I guess he liked hip hop and he was like that before anyways. But then after he found out 2%, he uses the N word. Is that a pass or a not? No, that's, that's not a pass. No, that's not a pass. Not a pass. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. Well, I can't speak on not it. Not so. in the slightest. Lonnie could say something. Not in the slightest. It reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where uh, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Tim Watley uh, becomes Jewish just so he can tell Jewish jokes. Um, <laughs> So he's been Jewish for like a week and Jerry starts getting all annoyed because Watley's telling Jewish jokes. And he's like, I think, I think he just converted for the jokes. <laughs> hard no pass. Hard no. no, no pass. No, never definitely, pass for definitely any no pass. person so ever. That's it. He's a crazy UFC fighter. He thinks he's got an extra pass, but no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do you guys think that movie Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Could, could be made today? Because I'm thinking about him as, like, in, in that character. He, if for you guys who haven't no, seen it, no way, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, this guy, this white actor who then he's a, plays. He's, he's, he's an American actor in real life <laughs> pretending yeah. to be an Australian actor <laughs> pretending, pretending to be a to black, be black guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just gets out of control. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that could fly it's, today. It's such a weird situation because in that instance, they're openly making fun of isn't quite the word, but they're openly sort of shining a light on just how ridiculous that is. Yeah. On 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 that happen. So they're they're shining a light on the fact that this does happen, and they're <laughs> pointing at it and saying, "Isn't this fucking stupid?" Yeah. But yeah, at the right. same time. They They're are themselves it. <laughs> also doing. It's one of those really weird things where, like, it's just this loop where I don't really know. I don't really know which side they're they're fully on. If that makes any sense, like, if they're straddling the line, it feels like they're leaning one side or the other. I don't know which side they're on. I don't know which side they're fully. Yeah. Are they fully poking fun at the industry itself and saying, "Look, we can't believe that you've cast white actors in ethnic roles for a hundred years," or? Yeah are they themselves doing that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> On that same vein, too, um, I think Steve Carell or Rain Wilson or something like that admitted also that The Office could not be made in today's age where I was watching it the other day and there was an episode, it was the one about the, the shrewd Christmas where it's, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's the version of Chris Kringle. I forget what his name is. Um, <laughs> Beltenschlag or whatever I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed. So, so <laughs> Chiro Fear Belschnickel is here, right? And then they're they're like, oh no, this is a real thing. Oscar's looking it up, and he's got the Black Pete sidekick. And then I I knew the next part is Dwight turning around, texting the guy, saying, "Okay, don't come." And he's all in the getup. It's not on Netflix anymore. Like they cut that scene off. out. And I yeah, for good reason. I get it, and I was just like, "Yeah, totally." This I don't think the office could be made in this day and age anymore, man. Yeah, some of it was questionable. We were talking about this the other other week. I think it was the week before last. How, uh, yeah, even Seinfeld, right? You, you can't. There's some great classic shows where 
a couple of the things just won't be in order to change and have that change for the future, you, you got to really dig into to the past. And I think we're, we're trying I'm that. Always, I'm not fully on board with the canceling of these things though. I mm. like removing that to me, I've always felt like the easiest, the best way to deal with racism is to, is to have it out in the open and discuss it. If you, if you simply remove a scene from a show that's racist, not the show itself, sorry, it's the scene is a racist scene from a show that otherwise is, is pretty good. Um, are we not just almost pretending racism doesn't exist again? Is, is that not just another form of just pretending that, that we didn't used to think these things or didn't used to think that these things were okay? And are you ever going to learn from it if you just pretend it didn't exist? Yeah. It's, it, it's the shitty way of trying to say we're doing something without actually going to the root <clears throat> of the issue in society. So it's like, oh, yeah, we canceled this show. Oh, we, um, we're putting more black people in commercials, right? That's yeah. not what needs to happen. And, yeah. and, it, and, it's, and it's, you could argue conspiracy saying that if you take away, like what you were saying, you take away those scenes, no one's talking about it. Yeah, so you know, yeah, like it just it don't have the ability from... to bring it to the fore until something like a George Floyd gets caught on camera. That shit's yeah. been going on forever, and it's been way worse. Yeah. It's just now, yeah. like, uh, it's being caught on camera. Well, so that's, they're trying to that's play what game. I'm getting at. That's exactly Yo, I'm what I'm with getting you. At. I'm, uh, it's I'm been going you. on, it's been going on for so long, and because we kept turning blind eyes toward it, it just stayed around. Whereas, and, if, and if, it wasn't if the technology back the open, then, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But so in, now in people like, like you and me show, are able to see this and it's not just swept under the rug, which is what they did for so long. Yeah, but that almost feels like when they cancel like a, a scene from a TV show, it feels like that's where it is all over again. Yeah. They're just going to pretend that it doesn't exist when it mm -hmm. does. And the only way to, to move past it is to, is to confront it and say, hey, look, this is what we used to think. Let's talk about mm -hmm. how wrong that was so that we don't do that again. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if anyone watched that Bruce Lee uh, ESPN documentary. I don't know if it was, a, I think it was a 30 for 30, but they just did one a couple months ago. And then they're showing in, like, uh, America or North America when they, they showed Asians and portrayed them, like, little buck tooth or eyes slanted yeah. and talking all crazy. It's, it's, it's insane. And, like, you couldn't have a legitimate actor. And, like, the only person who got a shot was, like, a lady. And that was because she was, like, gorgeous and all this stuff. They didn't take any other Asian actors, like, serious. And that's why it was kind of hard for Bruce Lee. But he broke the mold, essentially. And, like, it took him to essentially break down that wall. And we're like, and yeah. he had to turn down parts because they wanted him to they wanted him to dress up to the this, role. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. Like, I'll I beat your ass up before I do that. Feels like, to me, like canceling, canceling a show because canceling a scene in a show or removing a scene in a show because that scene depicted racist events, to me is almost as if they had the video of George Floyd and just said, "Oh, we're not going to show this." Mm -hmm. To me, those yeah. those are those are very similar. It's we're not showing it because because it's offensive. No, it's offensive. So let's fucking talk about it. Don't don't just. Sweep it under well, the rug and, and try and, and walk right by it, like. And then it gives ammo to the to the stupid white people who go, "Well, Swan, but look, we've we've got more guys in the in the Bel Air com insurance commercials." <laughs> yeah. On there. And uh, uh, oh God, they put up about fifty of those, and so we and Swan, look, we we've taken away all these offensive scenes. Of, yeah. 
and we're, and we're putting more black people yeah. in, like what do you like and then it was so you have nothing to complain about you know what i mean like it's yeah. just it's yeah. it's just, it just, exa- it just exacerbates the problem to me it just keeps the problem going yeah if, if we're just going to pretend like it like it never existed well then there's going to be a generation that grows up and if you show them something like a racist scene from say a seinfeld or the office they're going to look at it and say Popeye. they're going to look at it and say i can't <laughs> believe that this happened so and you're going to say well of course it did but yeah. they're going to say well we never saw it and so we've got the whole problem all over again like we yeah. never knew it existed so that's a good point bizarre, man. it's it's it's, it's yeah really go, go watch two episodes of popeye tonight and your oh. mind will be blown <laughs> how racist that, that was but you gotta think i think it was made back in the 30s like yeah. 30s 40s yeah, I that's think. true i watched the other day i watched american pie for the first time in 10 years and that movie has not aged has not aged well in terms of like me too and looking at toxic masculinity and stuff like that it just has not aged well in the slightest i don't think that movie i think who people in if that movie tried to get made in today's world i think people people might go to jail like that's how bad it was (laughs) oh yeah like and you gotta man you 20 years ago Almost any of that stuff's not going to fly. Even rap songs, there's words you yeah. never hear anymore. There's a scene, there is a scene in American Pie where they set up a webcam <laughs> and video a girl in some oh, yeah. bedroom and watch it and then send it to the entire school and everybody starts watching it and it's meant to be a funny scene. Oh, and I was watching this, I was watching this and I was looking at it like, oh my God, I cannot believe that a, we allow this to happen. B, we laughed at it. Yeah. I cannot believe that I, I used to watch that and laugh at it and think, oh, this is cool. Like, that's insanity. That is insane. <laughs> and I, 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 think, I think you look back on generations older than us, and it's easy to sit in 2020 and go, like, how, how could you do such a thing? How could you laugh at such a thing? But, I mean, exposure, man. Imagine that stuff in the 90s. That's all we've seen yeah. all the way up to here. We wouldn't know any different. That's Not to excuse, I'm... like, blatant racism and all that. Yeah. But you have to think, if that's all you saw for 70 years, and these people are going to come up to you and tell you that everyone's good, and you've seen wars and everything like that, right? And that you should all get along. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> But again, I'm not saying that to excuse uh, no, like, I know, you know, I, I know ideas or anything, but again, I mean, you see it. That's what I mean when I say I look back at some of the things that I maybe found mm-hmm. funny or I found acceptable all of 20 years ago. And I look at the way that I am now and I think, geez, I cannot believe that, my, that I was like that. Like, I can't believe that I thought that way. So I can, like I said, not in an excuse sort of way, but I can understand how somebody that's lived through racism as a, as a white person has these biases and prejudices because that's that was their world like i said that doesn't excuse them no. but it explains it explains a lot like you're like okay i i see why you're the way you are but now let's try and fix it like now <laughs> it's it's not cool anymore like it's <laughs> yeah so so you gotta think if, if we can't even get people to put on masks you're gonna go, you're gonna yeah. go <laughs> right now and we're gonna change their core beliefs eh? <laughs>